0: Hi and welcome, my name is Barbara McDermott, founder of Shift Formula. And today in this mini lesson, we're gonna go through the incredible power that you own with inside you if you just go for periods of time of getting out of its way. It's called fasting. In our Shift Formula community, we are all about being fast focused. The cool thing is in our community, It happens for many of us without us even realizing. Fasting can happen when you understand how to make it happen. But let's look at the benefits that are yours for the taking should you choose to wield your inner power. When we fast, go for periods of time without eating. We are engaged in the powerful action that is health risk reversal. We can reverse Aging, well, not so much we can't like Benjamin button it, but we can slow down, we can slow down the aging process. Gut healing happens when we are not eating. (laughs) Give our gut, our digestive system a break. Inflammation quiets down. Brain literally rejuvenates, gets more powerful, gets more productive. Cancer growth can indeed stall during periods of fasting. Heart disease, plaque buildup, that can be resolved. Yeah, it happens. We've seen it happen. Energy and mood uptick, meaning, you know, surge up more than it had been. Most of us don't even realize how tired we were until we weren't tired anymore. That's pretty cool. And what many people, what the majority of the population go to fasting for, using up body fat, body fat is mobilized. Body fat is mobilized when we're not eating. I want you to understand that fasting is for anybody, everybody, when you were a kid, you fasted daily, probably didn't even realize it, you know? You didn't have uh, the kitchen at your disposal as a kid and you waited till the next meal. You certainly closed the kitchen at night and slept through the night. (laughs) Remember those days? Slept through the whole night. And you you didn't, didn't have your first meal until it was given to you. Think about your school days when you were busy, really preoccupied with the schedule of school and sports or theater or athletics, you know, whatever we were involved in, all the different clubs. You went for more hours without eating as a kid than you probably do now. But if we want to offset or avoid dementia and Alzheimer's, fasting is the way out. How about reducing your cancer risk? Amen. Fasting is the way to do that. Relieving chronic pain. I can't tell you how many of our shift insiders in our community know that on the days that they're fasting pleasantly, fasting pleasantly, not hungry, but fasting, their pain is far less. One of our shift insiders actually had a heart blockage (laughs) that the doctors were keeping track of over the months. And then guess what? They couldn't find the blockage anymore. It actually resolved, reversing the plaque buildup. That's heart disease. Fortifying, of course, being able to use your body fat, which is what weight loss really is all about, right? Using up body fat. And again, anybody who's looking, you know, to gain a few years on this planet not being old and you know deteriorating it's for all of us every single one of us many people will use uh, fasting periods to push past or through what's sometimes called a weight loss plateau i like to call it a weight loss flat line why Because plateau and stall sounds like uh, it's going to take a lot of energy to push through it. But a flat line just means that we're not gaining weight. We're not going backwards. We're just not seeing forward progress with our body composition reducing. We still don't have the pain. We still have an incredibly productive brain. We still have cravings-free life. We still have that energy, but the weight loss, the body fat use isn't happening. There's a whole mechanism called homeostasis that, you know, it drops your metabolic rate down so your body wants to hold on what it's used to holding on to. Fuel. Your body fat is fuel. But after you've been through a plateau or a period of flatline, your body allows weight loss to happen again because you've established a new normal set point weight loss has to be like this a little bit down and hold those flat lines have to happen because it's your body's adjustment period to its new normal no different than deep diving or ascending a you know high-altitude mountain your body has to adjust to a new normal and from the new normal your body will allow you to go further Okay, so that's why uh, plateaus are to be expected and actually celebrated because it's your new set point and from there you can keep going. However, putting in periods of not eating pleasantly is going to make you kind of nudge you through that, that flatline place. We use fasting oftentimes just to get back on track. Holidays, vacations, parties, celebrations, all these things of life. The break room. How many people are having a birthday this month? Am I right? It's very challenging in the world today to stay on track because no one's got your back but you. But when you understand how food operates within you, it gets so much easier. But using a fasting day or two can really get us back into our dialed-in, shifted lane. And here's what we really love. This is how we crush cravings and retrain our brain to actually crave Healthy fats. Have our brain actually crave things like cruciferous vegetables loaded with butter. Okay, it's, it's really about the fat. Fat is the antidote to cravings. You might be eating fattening foods, but you're probably not eating fat foods. Eggs, um, butter on your fish, uh, broth with butter in it. These are all examples of foods that can crush cravings. Yeah. And we also use fasting because the doctor will tell us, you know, if you can just lose some of the weight around your middle, I guarantee you we can get you off your breast cancer post medications. We can dial back your blood pressure medications. We can dial back your diabetes medications. You know, the reason why reducing belly fat is considered the number one risk reversal Is because belly fat is not like fat deposits on other parts of our body. Belly fat can act almost like an organ or a gland, act like an organ or a gland in that it it will secrete compounds. Belly fat actually secretes inflammatory signals. Cytokines, these are uh, all involved in every metabolic syndrome lousy that comes along with an expanding waistline. Think about a woman who is in a breast cancer situation, right? Breast cancer is breast tissue cells that are growing out of control, not behaving as they're supposed to. And if she has a belly fat situation, and many with breast cancer tend to have that association, that belly is actually pumping out estrogen. This is why we have the man boob, you know, problem in the world today. That belly fat's putting out that female body part hormone, estrogen. And if you have breast cancer, you do not want to have an excess of estrogen being pumped out by that belly fat to stimulate the growth of that breast cancer tissue, right? So reducing belly fat is the considered number one risk reversal. Okay, we all, there's very few of us on the planet today who aren't in the game for losing, using up some of that belly fat. So how do we fast? How do we make it pleasant? You know, Barb, you're always talking about how you guys forget to eat. How does that work? Well, the reason we forget to eat and we pleasantly fast is because we know how to live fat focused. We actually strategically eat. Get that? We eat. We eat strategically to generate periods of just not being hungry. And if you're just not hungry, what happens? You eat less often. And when you eat less often, you're in fasting, right? Whoa, that just happened to me, didn't it? But here's the power, power, internal move that you are achieving when you're pleasantly not eating. You're giving your body a break from your fat storage hormone insulin. Insulin is always present in your life. If you didn't have it in your life, you would be dead. We wouldn't be having this conversation. So no one gets out of this without insulin. The trick is not to have an insulin riot. A lot of fat storage hormones circulating all the time. If you have an expanding waistline, you've been in an insulin riot. We want want to help you get your insulin quiet or lower. We don't want it to be the loudest player in your body. Because other things happen when it's the loudest player, which I'm going to get to. But it's really important to realize when you minimize, if you minimize your insulin, that's the way to mobilize your body fat. When insulin is the dominating presence in your bloodstream, fat burning is not an option. Any of you working out more often, more intensely, and more Uh, and maybe longer periods and still carrying that spare tire around your waist. How many times have you been to a kick-ass, excuse me, exercise program class and they're saying, you burned 2,200 calories today and everyone's like, yeah, fist pump in the air and everyone walks around out of the classroom with the spare tire still around their middle. It's because we're exercising in an elevated insulin, an insulin riot state and that whole workout, you were burning sugar. Probably some muscle too, because you can convert protein to sugar. But you didn't get into the fat tapping. It's because of insulin. So I want you to remember this. If you take anything from this little tutorial, it's only when insulin is minimized that body fat is mobilized. You are not tapping into your body fat unless you get your insulin riot to an insulin quiet. Okay. I know I'm saying the word insulin a lot too, but hold on with me. Let's go a little science here, a little deeper science. Just kind of grazing the surface here. But it's powerful to understand the benefit and why you do indeed want to minimize your insulin. You know, insulin's not just for your the poor friend you have with diabetes, or maybe the friend's daughter who is type 1 diabetic and you know she has to inject insulin. Well, everybody releases insulin every day, all day, 24-7. And if you're fighting an expanding waistline, pain in your joints and achiness, if you're forgetting where your car keys are, or someone said, yeah, Barb, you already told us that story yesterday, A little dementia coming in, battling heart disease, any form of diabetes, neuropathy, restless leg, and all the autoimmune conditions, which can be softened by insulin. Where was I going with that long thread? But insulin is a domineering force in your life, whether you realize it or not. That's the powerful information. You know, diabetes is the messenger of the 21st century. And it's not the word diabetes, it's insulin and glucose. Glucose and insulin, that's diabetes. The word diabetes throws us all off. I don't have diabetes. I don't have a blood sugar problem. Yeah, that's because you're wearing around your waist. Belly fat, came from the blood sugar, came from the carbohydrate, okay. So when insulin is elevated, why would insulin be elevated and domineering in your body at any time during the day? Because it's responding to blood sugar. What's blood sugar? It's an influx of carbohydrate that just breaks down to glucose. That's blood sugar. If you see a buffet full of carbohydrates, you want to say to yourself, oh, that's a buffet of blood sugar because that's what it is. Fat does not become blood sugar. Protein can become blood sugar. Some of protein can be converted to blood sugar. But push comes a shove. It's the carbohydrate category. And we're not against carbohydrates. They're not wrong. They're not right. They're just numbers. Okay? However much carbohydrate you consume, that's how much sugar you're putting into your bloodstream. And every time blood sugar rises, just one teaspoon, four grams up. That's it. Just four little grams. One bagel is 64 grams. Let me say that again. One bagel specifically the Panera Bread Breast Cancer Bagel, that's about 60, I think it might be more, 64 grams of carbohydrate. Your insulin kicks in at just four. So you took 60 more grams. So think about how much insulin is going to be present after that bagel, a lot. Okay? Now, insulin goes on to signal all the cells of your body, hey, we got some fuel coming in, it's just sugar we got to disperse it. So open up your cells and let this sugar from this gal's bloodstream get distributed to all the cells of the body. That's primarily insulin's role. But there are other pathways that go on as well. You know, insulin is involved in the fact that your body can even break down sugar. You know, insulin doesn't erase sugar. It doesn't cancel sugar. It pushes sugar into cells. It pushes sugar into Adipose tissue around your waist where it converts to fat. Blood sugar is becomes belly fat. And it also breaks down and attaches to parts of your body. Sticky proteins. Sticky molecules of sugar attached to proteins becomes our aging mechanism. We just start deteriorating. Just like if I sliced an apple and left the inside flesh in the air, what does it do? It starts turning brown and gets kind of tacky. That's Alzheimer's. That's neuropathy and macrovascular disease when we develop plaque on our cells and skin deterioration and nerves of our eyes okay starting to go it's natural but we can slow that down okay when insulin is on this is what happens (laughs) when one hormone is overly omnipotent or just it's the domineering presence it triggers other things to react okay so when insulin is on after your bagel this is turned off brain derived neurotrophic factor is like miracle grow for our brain miracle grow for our neurons our nerves okay that's what regenerates all of our nerves in our body It's what keeps us sharp and kind of pain-free you know when nerves are damaged from incessant inflammation and pain this helps to regenerate new cell, new neuron growth to eliminate the pain. But if this is kicked off more often than not, your pain can actually become hardwired because those dead nerve cells never get rejuvenated, never get renewed. That's not cool. Okay, This is why eating a high-carbohydrate diet, elevating insulin, insulin turns off this, I call it my... Miracle growth of the brain is what keeps me and my brain young and sharp. Turned off when insulin's turned on. This is the one everyone really, not I shouldn't say everyone, generalizing, but there's the enzyme lipase. That is your fat metabolizing enzyme. When insulin's doing its job of getting rid of the sugar in your blood from the meal you just ate, you don't get to burn any body fat. Hear me again, you don't get to burn any body fat when insulin's taking care of the sugar from the meal you just ate. Okay, so if you just ate a meal then went to do your kickbox class, you would still be running on sugar and never get to utilize body fat when you're doing that kick-ass workout. Not cool. This is the message I want everyone to understand. It's not you. It's not a character flaw. It's not like you're not working hard enough. We just need to work smart enough now. Here's another lousy. When insulin's turned on, glutamate which is one of the most inflammatory, what they call excitotoxin compounds, your body actually releases it itself. And this is the big driver of inflammation in our bodies. Every time we're dealing with blood sugar from from having a carbohydrate focused feeding, and it doesn't matter the quality, the good carb, bad carb, more, does not matter. It's the amount of carbohydrate. Sure, you want to choose quality foods over poor quality foods. Yeah, but this is where nutritionism can lead us astray. How many of you, I know, it was me and my daughter, grabbing all the good, organic, superfood carbohydrates and then wondering, why am I gaining waist weight? Waste weight is from carbohydrate, blood sugar and insulin. And then HDAC, what is that? That is... Oh, histone is what our DNA is kind of wrapped around. Okay? Our DNA is that messenger in every cell to tell it how to behave, to tell it how to function. And the acetylase, it's, it's the way that it's the enzyme that regulates DNA's functioning. Okay? It regulates its operation. Well, there's a D in here, it means anti. It actually makes our DNA compromised to not be performing as it was meant to perform. That's turned on when insulin's turned on. That's the precursor to a cell turning cancerous. This is why people who have blood sugar problems and certainly have probably hyperinsulinemia because of the blood sugar problem, diabetes, hyperinsulinemia, I just said that, right? why they're more prone to developing cancer that's one of the reasons that's just one of the reasons there's a few more but we don't we, we want BDNF on as much as possible i want to be fat burning as much as possible i do not want to be inflamed ever and i certainly don't want my dna compromised so we want to turn insulin down okay we want to turn insulin down so how do we do this well fasting fundamentals In our community because here's the science whether you're fasting with your church group you're fasting with your co-workers because you're in a game of who loses the most weight in the building and you you know get a prize maybe your gym is running a program and you're fasting for that reason fasting the biomarker inside of you is guess what low insulin when your body's insulin is dropped down low enough that you're nudged into burning body fat, that's fasting. We can actually fast or mimic and receive the benefits of fasting even while supporting it with food. That's why we say we do it so pleasantly. We literally aren't hungry. In fact, we make damn sure that we're not hungry. I don't want to fast in an agitated state. I want to fast in a calm, powerful, controlled state. So, we rely on foods that don't contribute to blood sugar, so therefore don't stimulate insulin. And the cool thing is, the foods that do that are the ones that actually satisfy us, so we're just not hungry. And we extend naturally the length of time between what we call our feedings, our meals. You know, meal, the word meals is tough because we get locked into times of the day. We just feed or eat when our body's actually hungry or in need of something. And by doing these two, we naturally enable our body to dine in. We enable our body to utilize the fat we're carrying. That's weight loss everybody, right? We think that if I just kick harder and run harder and think better thoughts and be mindful and walk my 10,000 steps, that that's gonna burn body fat. Mm -mm. The only way you can burn body fat is to get insulin levels down low enough the lip haze production is on and you're tapping into your stored fuel okay and we support that by drinking certain concoctions they're not concoctions it's just broth and coffee and tea and that kind of stuff but we always make sure that there's a bit of fat in there to keep us happy and rolling along so in this chess game called life We know when you're playing a game of chess, it's not the most robust or the most motivated or the most creative or the nicest person or the one who's in the best shape. Who wins, is it? No, it's the smartest one. It's the one who knows how to strategically set things up to align all the principles so they win. When you're fasting, you're kicking on your body's natural detox cell renewal mechanism. Yeah, your body is designed to survive and thrive autophagy means like self-consumption you actually your body actually consumes or like dissolves cell parts that are deteriorating or not functioning properly that's our that's our natural anti-aging mechanism cell renewal detoxification happens within you You don't have to drink a pill or a powder or a potion to detox. Your body does it automatically on its own. But it only does it when you're not eating. When we are not eating for periods of time, autophagy turns on naturally. And because your body is making new cell parts, that's why your human growth hormone is released during fasting. Think about every night when you're sleeping. If you get a good 12 hours not of sleeping gosh i'm lucky if i get six right but if you're if you close in the kitchen like seven o'clock at night and don't eat until the next morning at like nine you've got at least 12 13 14 hours in haven't you that's enough for autophagy to kick in and just really have that cell renewal that's why we call a beauty sleep that's why when we wake up in the morning we should look a little bit more refreshed we went to bed at night if we had slept and if we had fasted hadn't eaten in a bunch of hours so autophagy is your natural built-in cell renewal detox mechanism turn it on once a day it's worth it inside of autophagy there is this powerful anti-cancer mechanism I'm using the word mechanism a lot apoptosis is cell programmed self-suicide what does that mean if i have a cell that's misbehaving You know, you think about that HDAC we just talked about, when a DNA is uh, exposed to deregulation and the cell starts misbehaving. Cells are designed to do a job. If they are influenced by outside stimuli, they might trip and start just growing out of control. That's cancer, fifth grade version, but that's cancer. Every cell in our body could become a cancer cell, an overly growing cell taking over its area and it didn't self-destruct. So when a cell recognizes that it's going off plan, it should just self-combust. But guess what? This mechanism is turned off when we're eating, when we're grazing. That's why when the trainers tell people to eat six meals a day, I want to say, what? What are you doing to everybody? We've been so over-programmed, over-nutritioned. We need to create space of just not eating. So apoptosis is enabled when we are not eating every three hours. You see how we can avoid cancer? We talked about BDNF. That's that brain-derived neurotrophic, growing new neurons factor. Keeps our nerves rejuvenated and it keeps our brain in miracle grow mode we want that going on ketones are the energy particles that are created when we're burning body fat how how much of a win is this (laughs) you're dining in your body fat yes that's called weight loss and at the same time you're getting this surge of creative productive energy that you hadn't felt since you were 12 years old that's what ketones are they're just clean burning energy particles When you're burning sugar and guess what we're always going to be burning sugar we just want to burn fat again but we're always going to be burning sugar at some point however when we are burning through glucose that blood sugar we talked about you're always producing free radicals burning sugar is oxidative rusting internal rusting goes on when we are in sugar burning mode okay but when we're in fat burning mode, it's clean burning. You're not making free radicals. In fact, those of us who understand how to stay in that place of right on the edge of ketosis, fat burning, we don't have to go reaching for the antioxidant supplements like everybody else because we're not creating free radicals like everybody else. Okay? Your immune system gets a boost because it's been given a break. We are giving our body a break when we're not eating. That's powerful to think of it that way. In fact, uh, most of our, well, I can't say most, but the Shift Insiders who've shared with me, we don't get sick anymore. My my teachers, you know, would have been under third or fourth infection or, or virus or cold, lousy cold for the school year. They haven't had one yet. We are healthier when we fast more regularly. And those advanced glycated end products, AGE, they just happen to form the acronym AGE, we are producing far less of them because they are produced by sugar. Okay, that's powerful. Okay, so let's look at the fasting fortunes. If you went for 12 hours, that's that sleeping fast. That's what we all did as kids. That growth hormone is stimulated. That keeps our muscles strong. That re, re, uh, helps to resupply our little cell parts. Lots of rebuilding, lots of repair. Very good. 18 hours. So, you know, if you went for 12 hours to the night, then you're nudging your first feeding back. Look at what's going on. That's that aging slowed down. And you can actually, oh, there's Alzheimer's, which is called type 3 diabetes for a reason. It's all about sugar. And those amyloid plaque, that actually start developing the telltale markers of Alzheimer's brain cells, they can actually start to kind of break apart, deplaque. Let's do some deplacking, right? If you can go a full day, we're doing that tomorrow as a group, and we're going for a full day, that inflammation gets down, the gut starts to heal. You have that heart strengthening because of the ketone production, because you're dining in on body fat. And that brain BDNF thing is going on, give me some of that. This is why people who fast, Last, we're stronger, not just smarter, but stronger. If you decide to extend your insulin suppression for another day or a few more hours, this is where the big stuff really starts happening. This is where uh, those of us who are fairly healthy and really just kind of going at fasting for longevity, anti-aging, weight management or reduction, we're good here. We're good here, to about 36 hours, okay? But if you're in an urgent health crisis, you know, significant heart disease, debilitating fibromyalgia, uh, you know, diabetes to the point where you're taking the lethal stuff, insulin, talking about type 2, of course, or in a cancer situation, longer fasts serve. Because now we have things like stem cell production, just general stem cell production. Rejuvenate and create new tissue. Cancer and tumor are really impacted. Why? Because they're being starved of glucose, that's blood sugar, because you're not putting any any carbohydrate in your body during that time. And they're also being, um, insulin actually acts as cancer cells' angiogenesis factor, or TAF, tumor. Angio, angiogenesis factor. Insulin triggers that. Insulin triggers a cancer cell to grow a wider and far-reaching blood vessel network to suck up the glucose. So if we're keeping insulin suppressed for 48 hours, i tell you, we do it every week. We are significantly thwarting or making it really unfriendly for cancer to be able to take hold inside of us. Your mitochondria is the energy production unit in every cell, and when you withhold that simple sugar, which is like burning, where fat burning is slow and long, your cells have to almost work a little bit harder, which is a good thing because it makes them stronger. So your mitochondria get a boost, okay? And of course, when you go even further, it's just taking everything you've already Uh, Put good on in your body good on and extending it out. It's really powerful. Okay, let's go into the mechanics of actually fasting You know, how do we actually do the thing? This is just our way of fasting. There's no right or wrong way to do it we each come on this planet and operate however we see fit We eat different ways, we think different thoughts, and we fast different ways. But this is an idea of how you can go about it. If you were to do a five day, what we do extended intermittent fasting. Again, we're not promoting going for five days without eating any food. We're not even promoting going five days just drinking water. You can certainly do that, but in our community, we we take a very common sense, reasonable approach that we can do. We do this once a month, once a month. And then once a month, we do a three-day. And then every week of the month, we do a one-day. So it's always a part of our just daily habits. But we do kind of what we call bookending. Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, we support not eating by strategically eating to not be hungry. So it usually ends up with some clear liquid in the morning, our shifted coffee later morning. And this is, of course, working with somebody who has a typical schedule. You know, some of you guys are on night shift. It can be a lot different. Mini feedings, I'll show you in the next slide what that means. And if needed, depending upon how much stress we have in our lives, how busy we are, a one meal a day constitutes or, you know, helps us to create that fasting. Because And it says as needed, only if you need it. Oftentimes we find out, you know, I really didn't need that. On Wednesday, I'm not going to have that meal. See how long I can push my window of not eating. And then on Tuesday and Thursday, insert those between the Monday, Wednesday, Friday, we shoot for a liquid only day. So our body really does very little digesting. There's that gut healing. And we rely on clear fluids, uh, like tea and uh, water and just clear coffee. We call this a um, fat and isolation beverage that is our shifted coffee and um, clear fluids like broth, or take your broth and put a pat of butter in it. It's amazing how many of us realize, wow, that really got us through a whole day of not eating. Pretty powerful. And the cool thing is, once you do it, you own it, and your body remembers what it experiences. So our mini feedings, or our fasting fuel that we use, are things like, as I said before, Uh, a a high-quality broth, could be bone broth, could be chicken broth, could be beef broth, vegetable broth, whatever your broth is. Put a pat of butter in it, eggs cooked, any way you like. Fat bombs, you've probably heard those out in the ketogenic world. It's just a a very simple recipe, usually involves some kind of cream cheese or butter, and a little bit of flavorings involved in that. We have that inside our community if you're interested in any of those recipes. Celery with cream cheese is a perfect example. What is celery? It's a lot of fiber, a lot of water, and this much carbohydrate, right? And cream cheese is a healthy fat. So the two of those together will keep us sated for a long time after eating. Leafy greens, there's your power, and your cruciferous vegetables. These are the carbohydrates that we rely on. Okay, cruciferous vegetables, nothing, no root vegetables, just Vegetables that grow above ground, and especially the cruciferous family, they're the lowest in carbohydrate, lowest in glucose, so the lowest in becoming blood sugar. That's why we choose them, okay? We call them healthy vehicles for fat, butter or olive oil on that. And we also have a great recipe for a creamy ah, cauliflower or celery soup. That becomes our one meal a day. This is what we use to get us through hours of not eating and claiming All the powerful benefits that fasting has for us if we choose to take it. Remember, it's not about working harder. It's about working smarter. Yeah. Uh, So this is a shift journey in general. If you choose to become a part of our community, what we're all about is understanding how food truly becomes blood sugar and truly becomes a stimulant for the fat storage hormone insulin. And as you know now, all of the ons and offs that happen because insulin's domineering presence in our lives. So we eat glucose aware, we naturally intermittent fast because eating glucose aware allows us more fat in our lives, keeps us not hungry more often. Now we can extend into real deal fasting. This is why people in our community lose 68 pounds, 43 pounds, heart disease blockages the practitioner can't find it on the uh you know the test screen like wait where is the blockage we've been following for six months it's gone okay off blood pressure medications off diabetes medications having no pain when you put your foot on the floor when you get out of bed in the morning actually wanting to get out of bed in the morning imagine that imagine being free from cravings imagine looking at the clock And saying, wait, it's 2.30? I didn't even take a break for lunch. I wasn't hungry. Look at that. I forgot to eat. That's what happens. Again, it's like being 12 or 7 again. You're just not controlled by food anymore. And all of this together in community with others doing the exact same thing is what the permanent solution is all about. You end up living it. You end up living it. And you know what it is? It's just you knowing how you operate and then putting right action in instead of all this action, all the chaos out there, right? We gotta kick harder, run faster, eat more nutrient dense, eat morally, eat superiorly, eat locally, eat sustainably, all valuable concepts. But until you can know that you get your insulin minimized, there's no way that body fat is going to be mobilized. And when body fat is not mobilized, all those other wonderful you know, benefits that we talked about can't occur. It's up to you. You're in the driver's seat. You are responsible. And we're here to help you out. Thank you so much for coming by. I hope to see you on the other side someday.